Success is about more than just business strategies. It's also about aligning with your higher purpose and clearing inner obstacles that stand in the way. I say this because you deserve to do what you love and to feel fulfilled along the way. And the reality is you're likely spending more time than you'd like to stuck in self-doubt. You may be asking yourself things like, why do I never seem to reach my biggest goals no matter how hard I work? Or why do I never quite feel like I've done enough, have enough, or am enough? If any of these sound familiar, you are not alone. And I've been there too. The good news is that the solution is simpler than you think. I'm sharing it inside my new four-day women's immersion, The Inner Critic Cure. This live four-day event includes daily classes, potent practices, and a brilliant supportive community of like-minded women. And best of all, it's only $37. This method is gentle yet powerful, and it actually works even when others haven't because it's based on a proven psychotherapeutic framework called Internal Family Systems or IFS. By the time you leave, you'll have the knowledge and tools to not only heal your relationship with those harsh inner voices, but to turn them into your strongest allies now and for the rest of your life. So join us to discover how to put an end to those negative voices that have held you back from your biggest dreams and desires. So you can live into the full potential you know is possible for you in both your business and in your life. You can learn more and join us inside the Inner Critic Cure at programs-saravonstover.com forward slash immersion. That's programs-saravonstover.com forward slash immersion. I'd love to see you there. Hi, I'm Sarah Avon Stover, host of Truth, Love, and Beauty. I'm an author, internal family systems practitioner, and teacher of women's yoga, meditation, and spirituality, who's built a long career since the early 2000s to be exact in supporting women to cultivate greater psycho-spiritual wholeness and, in turn, to come home to themselves. My dedication to women and to the upliftment of the feminine at large has been a lifelong one. From growing up as the second oldest of four sisters in a Connecticut suburb of New York City, to studying at an Ivy League all-women's college, all the way up to today. And the very things I support women with mirror the struggles that I've had, things like doubting, pushing, perfecting, hating, and yes, at times, even hurting myself. Yet I've found, and I have a sense that because you're here, you have too, that these very wounds and pain points can become openings for profound healing, growth, and spiritual insight. I created this podcast in service of honoring just this, this sacred healing journey that we women are on. It was born out of my own desire to hear Dharma talks, which are what the Buddhist tradition calls wisdom teachings, through the distinct lens and voice of the sacred feminine. Here, I'll share these very talks, along with rich conversations with leading thinkers and luminaries about all facets of the feminine spiritual journey. Plus, this podcast highlights three of the core values we must embrace on the feminine path, truth, love, and beauty. 
values which we all need more of during this tumultuous time in history. I'm so happy you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, friends. Welcome back to another episode of Truth, Love, and Beauty. And today I have a special Dharma talk that I want to share with you. But before I do, if you haven't heard yet, I wanted to give a heads up that tomorrow, Monday, November 28th, 2022, I am doing something that I've never done before. I'm offering a Cyber Monday special in which I will offer a discounted invitation to something that I know a number of you will be interested in. It's something that will support you in 2023 and beyond to experience the kind of peace and connection that you want both internally and externally. And I'm going to announce this Cyber Monday sale through my email newsletter So if you are not yet subscribed and you would like to be, you'd like to hear about this, you can subscribe at sarahavonstover.com forward slash hashtag newsletter, sarahavonstover.com forward slash hashtag newsletter. And the second place where I'm going to be sharing this is on Instagram. So if you're not following me there, you can at instagram.com forward slash sarahavonstover. So again, this will be announced on Monday, Cyber Monday, November 28th. And for now, with this month's Dharma talk, this is an excerpt of a talk that I gave just last week in my IFS and Feminine Spiritual Practice Community Women's House of Wisdom. I feel so strongly about the message in it that I wanted to extend it to my wider audience. I wanted you to hear this too. And part of my passion behind this is because loneliness is something that I've had to contend with in a major way during different seasons of my life. And I know how incredibly painful and challenging it is. And it's also something that I support a lot of women with, especially those who are going through life transitions. At a larger scale, there's a loneliness pandemic with higher rates of it than ever before and ensuing depression, disconnection, addiction, and so many other things. So this is serious Considering that research has shown us that the most powerful predictor of life expectancy is not a person's diet, exercise, or pollution, rather it's the quality of a person's relationships and whether or not they feel connected to a sense of community and belonging. So please take this talk in, and in it I outline an antidote to this loneliness pandemic as well as three essential things that every woman needs to have in her life. Enjoy. When I was living in Thailand, I went on a lot of meditation retreats in Thai monasteries. And on the opening night of each retreat, there was a practice that we always did. It was kind of like a a ritual with incense and bells and certain chants. And it was a practice of taking refuge. 
And we took refuge before the retreat officially began because we were about to be entering into silence for maybe 10 days at a time, about to give up eating any food afternoon, about to commit to waking up at 4 a.m. each day, basically about to step into a whole new reality that was going to be challenging also with sitting in meditation for over 12 hours a day, usually about 16 hours or 15 hours or something like that. So it was important that we take refuge into something, something to hold us, something, something greater. And this process of taking refuge, it was, it was a practice of taking refuge in three particular things. And these are the three things that the Buddha said are the most essential things for anyone to have in her life. Anyone who is really serious about living a life of consciousness and fulfillment and awakening and contribution. There are three things that are so crucial that in Buddhism, they're known as the three jewels or the triple gem. So jewels are precious and they're rare. They're very valuable. And it's no coincidence that these three things that we take refuge in are related to these rare, precious jewels. That's, that's how important they are. So the first of these gems is the Buddha, which is also translated as the teacher. And this can be understood at some different levels. So having an external teacher or teachers to help to support and guide and encourage us along our path. to have access to our internal teacher, that inner wise voice inside. And also to be awake and aware of all the ways that life is our teacher and various people that we meet are our teachers. And IFS, that sort of internal teacher is known as self, self energy. So we need both. We need both external and internal teachers. The second gem is the Dharma. And the Dharma are the teachings. It also, can also be translated as the path. So being part of something like this, where on a regular basis we're hearing teachings relating these teachings to our own lives, talking about the teachings with each other, really integrating them just where the rubber meets the road in our daily lives, reading, reading spiritual texts, listening to Dharma talks, just bringing in the teachings through various means as a regular part of our lives. 
and honoring the importance of that amidst all the information in the world that we take in each day, the news, your social media feed, all the emails coming in, that amidst all of that, which can be a lot of noise, a lot of the time is to also have an avenue of regularly hearing and connecting with and engaging with the Dharma, the teachings to help to keep anchoring us back into what's real, what's essential, what's important. And the third, the third gem is the Sangha or the spiritual family. A community of like-minded people to share the path with to explore the teachings and the practices with, to encourage and challenge us to live more from our Buddha nature, from our self energy, to hold us when we're not, to hold us accountable, to reflect back to us. So we need all three of these and a path without one of them or without two of them is incomplete. It's lopsided. It's not going to have the same potency as when we have all three of these connected. So the Buddha said, having excellent friends and keeping good company is not half the sacred way. It is the very way itself. So this quality of community is not just a peripheral thing, which could seem that way in our modern culture, where community and connection is not a dominant value. And here the Buddha is saying the exact opposite, like connection, these friendships, this company is is the way itself. So all three of these things together, the Buddha, the Dharma, the Sangha, they form a refuge, a sanctuary a feeling of being held and of being able to exhale in a world, both inner and outer, that can often feel very tumultuous. And so that's why at the beginning of Buddhist retreats, we take refuge in the triple gem because it is a refuge. It is something that we can turn into during the storms of life and also during the the sunny days of life. So my intention behind creating Women's House of Wisdom has been to bring all of these three, three things together to create a refuge for us as women in a way that's both relevant and accessible for these times that we're living in. And this trifecta is definitely more important now than ever before. 
I myself am part of the Sangha, and this is just a crucial, crucial component of my life on so many levels. It is a refuge for me. It is a community of people that I'm not necessarily friends with, but that I can engage in practices and teachings with. Now, having that space where regularly, at least once a month, I can go and fill up my cup is so essential for then for me to be able to even show up in a space like this or the various ways that I show up in my life to help others to fill up their cups. So you don't, you don't need me to tell you that we're in the midst of a worldwide loneliness pandemic. And even before the COVID pandemic, depression rates were at an all-time high. And now those are even higher. Loneliness brings about depression, anxiety, addictive cycles. And not only that, but it has a big impact on our health and Research has shown that the most powerful predictor of a person's life expectancy isn't their diet, it isn't their exercise routine, it isn't whether or not they're exposed to pollution, but rather the quality of a person's relationships and the degree to which they feel connected to some kind of community, some kind of sangha, is the greatest determinant of a person's health and well-being. And scientific studies have shown us this. I want to take a short break from today's conversation to ask you a question. Have you ever felt like you reached a point in your healing journey where you plateaued, got stuck, or didn't know how to move forward? Maybe it's a behavior you're engaging in, one you know is unhealthy and you want to stop, Yet, no matter how much willpower you bring to it, nothing seems to shift. Or, if things do shift for a short period, they eventually shift back, making you feel like you're stuck in a painful cycle. Or maybe something challenging happened to you in the near or distant past that you know you haven't fully resolved. You have fears about doing that and also wonder how or where you'll find the time and or resources to do that. In my work as an internal family systems practitioner, I support hundreds of women who are experiencing these exact things. So much so that I felt inspired to compile a resource guide for any of you who might find yourself in similar places. So this free 10-page guide spells out the seven core obstacles we women face on our healing journeys, as well as the next steps to overcome them. Yas is totally free, and you can download it at womensyogateachertraining.com forward slash seven obstacles. And that's the number seven, not the word seven. So womensyogateachertraining.com forward slash seven obstacles. I hope and trust you'll recognize yourself in there and gain some new perspective and encouragement to find your next right step. So enjoy, and now back to today's conversation. This feeling of belonging is the foundation of everything. 
And in IFS terms, you know, we've been meeting for nine months together and it takes time for our protectors to start to feel like they can relax. We need to meet regularly with people in an environment that feels safe in order for protectors to feel like they can begin to relax. And so we can feel safe to express our exile's pain or shame. And doing that with other people over time helps us to feel enormously more connected and enormously more supported. And depending upon our degree of wounding in relationship, that might take a lot longer than nine months. For some, it might, might be just right away or some a few months and some longer than that. Because these wounds happen in relationship. And so these wounds then can only be healed in relationship. And while one-on-one support is so wonderful, I'm a big proponent of that. I offer it to people. I engage in it myself. Oftentimes we, we bring issues to one-on-one work where we're needing to kind of think back to how, thing, how things are when we're in relationship. Like we want, to, we want to explore like a trigger that we had with someone or changing how we show up in a, in a space or with other people. But when we're in a group, we can actually do that in real time by actually, actually seeing and meeting and exploring the parts that, that come up in real life interactions in real time. So also in a group, the self-energy of the group is much greater than the self-energy of just one person. And so the self-energy of the group invites the self-energy of each individual to come forward. And this contributes to the feeling of belonging to something bigger, which is what we all ultimately most want. And all of this allows for the kind of corrective experiences that we want and that our parts want, that they most long for, that, like I said, just isn't available in other scenarios, other situations. It's not available when we're just doing parts work or practices on our own. So I invite you to consider, you know, what is your relationship to having a refuge in your life? What is your relationship to each of these three gems? Does one of them feel more lopsided than another? Being in a space like this, I'm somewhat preaching to the choir because we have all of these elements in this space built in for you. But just consider what is the balance between the Buddha, the Dharma, the Sangha, the teacher, the teachings, the community in your own life? How are you, are you engaging with one more than the other? Are you prioritizing one more than another? And what would it look like for you to prioritize all three of them equally? Really seeing the preciousness 
in each of them, the value in each of them. Each of them is a jewel, just like an emerald, a sapphire, and a diamond. They're all, they're each jewels. Like one isn't better than the other. They're each beautiful. Thank you for being here today. If you enjoyed today's episode, I'd be very grateful if you could take a moment to please rate and review this podcast on iTunes. That is the best way to support me in continuing on with this podcast and also to support other women in finding this, other women who may find this beneficial for their own lives. Also, don't forget to hit subscribe so you don't miss future episodes. And if you're not already signed up for my newsletter, Monthly Insights, which I've been sending out now for almost 20 years, I welcome you to join me and a community of like-hearted women from around the world there. You can subscribe at my website, sarahavonstover.com. Until next time, I'm sending you my heartfelt support.